Welcome back to Marvel Maniac and MCU After Show. This is your host, Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. I just got back from the theater where I saw Marvel's Eternals. Now, I don't really have to say Marvel's anything <laughs> on this show because everything I've seen basically is a Marvel show on this show. Um, coming to realize that, but it's kind of cool to say Marvel's anything in front, of, uh, in front of what we're seeing because it is a Marvel property. And um, this is a Marvel MCU After Show. And... Um, <laughs> I'm going to repeat everything I just said again, just to um, add more emphasis. And I am Eric Cicada, a.k.a. Mr. Honest. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we, we just got ourselves a huge installment into the next chapter of uh, the... I'm going to call it the Multiverse Chronicle. <laughs> the Multiverse Chronicle. Uh, it's probably going to be called Saga. But um, I said Chronicle this time because uh, why not? In, in the Multiverse, in this variant universe... We have different timelines, and in this timeline, we got a good movie called Eternals. I wanted to go into this movie open-minded and not with too high of expectations. It's not that I didn't expect it to be great or amazing. It's just I never want to set the expectations too high because I want to enjoy the experience as much as possible in case it is an amazing movie. And... When it does turn out to be something just as awesome as this was, uh, it turns out to be just quite a ride. Uh, like, it's, it's, like, it's the actors, it's the casting, um, it's the passion for what's happening on screen. Uh, it's, all, it's all of it happening together at once. Um, and you could just tell there's something right happening behind the screen as well. Um, why? Because... There's too much going right for it to not be going wrong um, in this movie. Uh, there's so much happening in this movie, right? Like, can't you imagine this movie sucking uh, and, and jumping back and forth? Um, BC, uh, present day, uh, BC, present day, um, uh, 2,000 years ago, 1,000 years ago. The timeline is crazy. They're filling in all sorts of timelines on this going to um no right after the nuclear bombs dropped at one point and this is actually cognitively filling in the story of the eternals throughout history the whole movie and it makes sense um and, and for the story that they, the story that they told it's fantastic um and i love the movie i love i was i was i was along for every beat and um i love the new characters they introduced and uh Dang, what 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 did you guys think? Um, I love your input. MarvelManiacPod at gmail.com. You can reach out to us there. You can also reach out on Twitter at MarvelManiacPod. Shout us out. Let us know what are you thinking of this movie Eternals? Hashtag Eternals. Um, did it meet your expectations for a Phase Four Marvel film, or did it or did it fail to meet your expectations? For me, it exceeded mine, and um, I, I'm trying to keep my composure here because i'm very excited about the movie but i want to maintain my thoughts um as i've said before on the show plenty of times i'm used to being able to have a good chunk of tv in front of me to review and or movie and i'm able to reverse rewind talk about it reverse rewind talk 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 rewind 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 um do a lot of rewinding this is just um my my working process now pro now i'm going to watch a movie um in the theater today and coming home and i'm talking about it it's like any other movie you'd go see uh any other human being who's going to see it and talking about it with their friends afterwards um uh 
it's just not the amount of depth I'd, I'd go into on any other episode. I'm not like lit, you know, going beat by beat, giving you an action frame for frame breakdown. But I mean, we can remember the key moments here, and we can, um, we can. We, there, there were the takeaways. There were the takeaways. There were the takeaways. Uh, the big moments, the big reveals of information we can gather from this movie, and uh, where, where it's going to maybe take us going forward. I could already kind of see the next team-up movie, at least like where we're standing with some of the heroes now. Like, Can you kind of imagine already? Like, We have the Eternals. We have Shang-Chi. We have Spider-Man. We have um, Captain America and a Winter Soldier. Uh, we have uh, Wanda and Vision. And... Then we also have the Guardians of the Galaxy. Did I say them? I don't think I did. And then we have Thor. There we go. That's like everybody, dude. I mean, that's a lot of people. That's a huge... And Ant-Man. Did I say everyone? Did I say people twice? I think I had to have said people twice. Confirmation, no. I did not say anyone twice. This was a hero check, hero roster check right now. And that's not including Hulk. And um, there's some heroes I'm still not including there. We have... Um, hero rosters up to date and yet hawkeye is still yet to happen um something tells me in my gut that he's not going to make it through his own show i think he's going to teach the young hawkeye his way i think he's not going to make it but i don't know that would make nat sacrifice not worth it yeah i don't know. actually i want to take that back I don't know. <laughs> hawkeye won't die in his own show that would be silly not if he leaves it off with another Hawkeye. See, that's where I'm. That's where it's getting me. Um, that's that's my Hawkeye prediction. I have no idea where we're going with this. <laughs> Basically, so Eternals is so epic, and we're gonna get started with talking about it right now. Um, it it it, co- it covers the most broad scope of any MCU movie possible. Um, these characters are old, and uh, Kumail Nanjiani's character has one line in the movie. Um, even yeah, where he says Kingo, Kingo, really funny character. Camille um, gets to kind of be himself through that character a lot, and I think most of the actors um, they give a lot of their own personalities, but they do give a bit of um, personality to the characters as well, which I really do like. Like I think Angelina Jolie, I think she did a great job. I think she did a great job um, bringing her own thunder to the role of Athena and. I think Athena, what Athena was a fun character, and I actually really enjoyed watching her uh, and battle battle through her um, overclocking memory CPU <laughs> brain. Uh, she has too much. She has too much rendering going on, so she had to do a memory upgrade or delete, you know, delete some stuff, delete some um, overload. And oh, man, um, there's a lot of lore here. <laughs> it's like these. These beings uh, outlive, outlive, and outlast every single being we know in the universe, and they have been there the whole time watching. It's crazy. It's just kind of cra- like they introduced characters that have outlived the events of the entire series of <laughs> of everything we've come to know and love, and they just like they're just like, all right, well, now that everything else is done. Um, like they they've done their thing we've long let's launch um let's launch earth and then by the way let's let them get to the point where you know thanos is destroyed and you know avengers endgame ends and then this is when we're going to come back and finish our story um yeah 
the Eternals. That's what they're eternal. It's it's in the name. It's in the name. And a movie lives up to its name in many ways, and that's what makes a movie brilliant. And this movie can be watched many times from many perspectives and enjoyed in many lights and uh, reflected on, I think. I mean, I'm reflecting on it as we speak, um, revelating on it. And, um, yeah, I really, 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 really can appreciate this uh, movie. I'm kind of in awe. I'm in awe. I'm, there's one visual that keeps grabbing me, and it's it's at the end of the movie. It's an end of the movie visual, and um, I'm gonna jump right to it in my mind because we've all seen the movie, and we're we're here. Spoiler alert! Now, if you for some reason jumped in here to want to talk about Eternals, but you haven't guessed by now, this is an Eternals after show. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the Eternals after show. Um, Eight thirty or nine minutes in. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> we are just saying how I'm going to talk about the end part real fast where we get Athena with talking in the park with um, Ken Harrington's character, Dwayne Whitman. Dane Whitman. I want to call him Dwayne so bad. He's like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, his uh, his challenge going around TikTok is just, you know, it's maybe he's just locked in my mind lately or something. Anyway, Dane Whitman, by the way. Did I ever say out loud my prediction on maybe a what a cutscene? Did I? Can I maybe go back and like? I'm gonna have to go back and see if I maybe predicted what would happen here. Um, I think we we got we got an amazing post credit scene. Um, a couple post credit scenes here. Um, to, in this movie, we um hinting to a lot, hinting to the new Marvel a new Marvel show with said character Dane Whitman, um, aka. Black Knight, I believe the show is called, and yeah, we we also get for those Game of Thrones fans out there, and I, I can imagine a few of those crossovers. And I, I loved Game of Thrones, and I'll say this: it was great to see Rob Stark and Jon Snow together on screen as different characters. But I mean, they knew what they were doing, uh, and you know, they had to they had to meet each other face to face because it may be that those characters never actually meet each other ever again. <laughs> Um, it was. It had to have been some sort of homage. I don't think, personally, I don't really think, I don't know how or I don't think <laughs> um, in any way that Icarus will be making a return. I don't think that he'll be coming back. So it's good that they got a face-to-face. So the movie starts with the Eternals um, being sent to Earth, and he's being. they're being sent to Earth by... Urashim, Urashim. If I'm getting, if I'm getting the name wrong, um, I'm sure I'll get it right in the future because this seems like a pretty big bad we're going to be dealing with for some time. Pretty devastating uh, foe here. <laughs> it makes the whole Infinity Saga. He makes the whole Infinity Saga look like dust, uh, and literally this whole movie almost does. It does. Um, you know, Cersei. Um, the, one of the main characters, if not the center point character of this movie, the heart of this movie, Cersei. Um, Gemma Chan, lead actress and <sighs> Shining Star. I loved her. She was great. Um, I love Cersei as a character. Um, I thought she was fantastic. Uh, I love the I, I, I the, the the honing in on that uh, ability of turning really heavy things into really amazing, beautiful, pretty things. I love that. Uh, the flowers and all that, um, 
you know, I, I really like the visuals in this movie. Um, they didn't waste any screen time. We learned that Salma Hayek's character, uh, Ajak, is the basic leader of this group, and Olympia is their home, and yes, um, may I can't get this guy's name. I'm never going to get this guy's name right, um, because it's just, it's got a couple of sil extra syllables uh, when reading it. Arashim, Arashim, uh, the giant thing <laughs> from, that we, I'm pretty sure holds the uh, power stone in that clip. Quick glimpse in Guardians of the Galaxy when the Collector is showing them a montage of the uh, Infinity Stones. I might be wrong, though. It's just a Celestial. It's He's a giant Celestial. And the Celestials um, are who the Eternals answer to. The Celestials are the gods, pretty much the big um, number one Uno mighty almighties now i am not positive in terms of celestials and the watcher where the power levels lie like where one meets the other and that's where things start to get interesting in this phase four of marvel where we're testing new power levels we're going up to a new level of power couldn't put any more emphasis on the word power there but i mean can it be any more powerful than what it is right now. I mean, um, <laughs> this guy's. I. I mean, the guy's name. Um, Mithrim, Mithrim, Mithrim. I can't. I can't. Get, I can't get the guy's name down. Um, and I think I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna genu genuinely keep these moments in here because. Um, at one point, it's just. It's kind of hilarious, but um, I should get. I should get it down. There's a lot of names in this movie. I'll say Erishem. Erishem, the giant. Um, the giant, uh, not eternal, he's a celestial. A celestial which sent Icarus, Ajax, and the Eternals we know to, to defeat the Deviants. Um, so the de the Deviants are what rule kind of the earth against the humans in that time of 5000 BC. They kind of are the evil of the earth at 5000 BC at this time. And this is what... The Celestials say are the Eternals' mission from Olympia is to go and um, clear the Earth of all of the Deviants. And, okay, so it's a pretty simple, straightforward mission, and they are basically a galactic superhero team that can live forever. Um, from the beginning of the movie, that's what we're like led to believe, and it's a pretty straightforward thing, but... You know, we're getting this tale told to us from two ends. And I'm, as I'm watching, and I, I'm sure some of you are filling in the dots too, you know that we're just gonna, there's, gonna, there's stuff we're, we're, not, we're not being told. Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to strap in and just see what it is. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm wondering how many of you, like, I figured some of this out as, as, you, as you'd went, um, as you'd been going, you know, but... Uh, I was just kind of strapped in, ready for, ready for the ride at this point. Um, anyway, this was um, this was interesting to me because I really had wondered when I found out that the Eternals was going to take place across history, how it was going to actually affect history and how much history it was going to cover, and are we going to have how much homage to the MCU? Are we going to go into um, them watching battles like on the sides of battles um 
how much homage to other like MCU movies. Um, you know, I'm not a fanboy. I'm out like an insane. But you know, there's homage to other MCU movies, but there's way more way forward. Just like any any really good Marvel film should have, like landmarks on the map. <laughs> we should we should have a couple landmarks on the map for for a couple years from from a good Marvel movie like the end of this movie. <laughs> Put a landmark on the map. This uh, this giant celestial head pulling out of the ground. That's basically, uh, I mean, from whatever everyone single, every single other person, comic book reader knows. If you throw that picture down to a two, to 2012 to 2016 Marvel fan, and they're like, and you're like, leaked future Marvel uh, movie. Guess what it is? And they'd be like, dude, it's Galactus. Galactus confirmed. <laughs> I mean, like, it just—it's—it's <laughs> it's just so interesting. Um, the fact is, like, that how is that not going to come into play with the other Avengers? Um, any of the uh, like Hulk or um, the scientists? Or, you know, there's so much at play here, and uh, <laughs> the Eternals are just here for it all. They've been here for every single bit of it, and uh, you get to understand why, and they have to convince you why. Uh, as a fan, on the outskirts of the actual story, um, you as a Marvel fan, yes, you're you're in on this. Like you're you're gonna go along for the ride, most likely. You're you're down for Phase Four. You're down for the ride. But like, as someone on the outskirts, maybe maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, okay, Phase Four, really? <laughs> Are you gonna try and sell me on another Avengers right now, Mister? You know, like I'm walking into this and Angelina Jolie's doing a backflip and spearing a rhino, you know. Um, it's basically another type of bad guy thing, you know. Um, I got to be sold that this is like a special kind of enemy, and the this is, um, you're a special kind of hero. It's got to be different. It's got to be different. What's different about this? What's different about this? You know? What's different about this one? It's got to be different, Marvel. What? Don't be generic, you know. In the beginning, I was, I'm not, the, it, it wasn't that the fighting was bad at all. The story, it took one second, two second, three second, four, up until the part where they start shaking hands. And uh, I'll say it, that scene when they got to Earth was powerful. And in light of everything else that happened in the movie, it's probably going to be ten times better to go back and watch the cinematics in this movie. I'll, I'll, I don't know if I've said it. I probably will say it ten times more. They were fantastic. And Marvel just provides... <laughs> Marvel provides, man. Marvel provides. Um, the cliffhangers they leave us on are um, nauseating. Um, nauseating and they're isolating, the cliffhangers. Because of the scope of this movie and how far away everything feels. Um, how big they make the universe uh, and how the scope of, of how far everything is in the MCU and um, if you watch What If, and the more you watch, it all just kind of fills into one giant picture. And when you go to see a movie like this, this movie is, it's honestly just giant pieces to that bigger picture. And it's putting in like those final core, it's like putting in bigger corner pieces to that puzzle. You know, when you're putting in, there's a big puzzle and like there's, these are corners and you're like, oh, I could see the picture a little bit better now. Ooh, that's a nice mountain I'm seeing now. That's cool. I'm, oh my goodness. 
this is amazing because this like like this this whole MCU thing started with the Eternals. Uh, this is how they're going to sell me on this thing, and dang, wow, they did it. Um, oh, they're not completely normal after all. <laughs> oh wait, what's the twist in the movie? Let's just get right to it. You know, <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. It's it's freaking unnatural, and uh, dang, I'm sold. I'm sold. The powers of Shang-Chi and the Eternals already separately amazing, fun, unique. Brilliant! <laughs> brilliant! Bum, bum! Brilliant, brilliant! Boom, brilliant, boom! I'm doing a like, James Bond thing. This is um, Marvel. What am I doing? And, you know, the way I'm going over this is just the way I'm remembering it. And like I said... Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm freaking like the movie was kind of split up the story. Um, the way we, w the information was revealed to us. And I really liked that. I thought that was really fun, really engaging. Um, you know, I, I sometimes though that, that can be kind of jarring if it is done wrong and it's so touchy. It's such a touchy way to tell a movie or a story, right? Back and forth and back and forth. How do you do that? And yet. This story does it does a great job of it. Um, I think maybe one thing is because like, the extreme lengths of time they're going between, like like thousands BC to current day, five hundred BC to current day, and it's like a post snap world to a pre like pre Egyptian world, post Egyptian world, you know. So like the aesthetics and the atmosphere and they are also um, static. It's interesting as people and characters and the little tiny changes they go through and the arcs, their character arcs, um, all as characters, they follow one arc through the entire movie. So out through these entire seven, 8,000 years as, as beings, um, they pretty much all follow one giant character arc, uh, this is the longest character arc ever told in one movie. <laughs> this is the longest story ever told in cinema. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, though. This is the longest story ever told on cinema. It's pr it probably is. You can't even argue it. So they clear all the planets of every single deviant. Uh, the Eternals knock it out of the park, and it takes... It takes 4,500 years. It takes them 4,500 years of clearing the planet of deviants. That's how riddled the planet was of these um, wretched beasts that um, conquered the world for years. And this is what the Eternals see, basically, as, um, as they're about to kind of split up in part and or go back to their world whenever like whatever the next step would be um as they're finding their next fight uh find it, finding the next deviants to kill the, these are going to be the final deviants um they're they're just having all out war um all out war and we have a character uh, in this movie and his, his ability it's a very unique ability um one of a kind because it's not like super strength or anything. It's 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 just he can 
But he can take control of people. He can take control of people. This isn't, this is understated in this movie. Like, he can make people hug each other is like what it kind of is played off like. Um, Druig, Druig. Yeah, he can make people hug each other, but like, he's mind control. There's mind control. There's a lot of twists with mind control. Um, so we have a mind control um, hero in the universe now. Lauren Ridolph plays Makari, the first deaf superhero in the Marvel Universe, and she insanely knocks it out of the park. There's some fight scenes in the end uh, between her and Icarus that are some of the probably best film fight scenes that I've ever seen uh, on screen. I mean, they are super fast. She's She's got super speed, and... If they had applied that to Quicksilver, any Quicksilver, I mean, it's a it's a super super fast, super quick um, animation, and she goes in and out. And um, man, I want to, I just need to see this movie again. It's one of those movies you want to see again because of the visuals. Um, they do so good on the visuals and the special effects. Um, it's really important to watch every second when you're going to a Marvel movie. From the second this one started, it had a opening. Opening scroll like a Star Wars movie, uh, a scroll like uh, to read with a lot of info, and um, I leaned in. I knew there was going to be a lot of info on this one, uh, and this was this was um, a little bit of a lore heavy movie. And I do wonder if there was it was a bit much for anyone, but I don't like to assume anyone anyone like. Come on, I mean, I, I, at the same, I don't want to assume anyone dumb, but I also don't want to assume anyone. Is this like, all right, Marvel, 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 like uh, at all times. Um, I don't know how intertwined this really is. With, if it is so intertwined with the greater story, how would this play on its own? And I think it still has to, it plays pretty good because it's a, it's a pretty singular story about a, <laughs> the story of a, the planet on its own. Um, you could watch this, then go watch all of the MCU. <laughs> and then... Uh, be if become a fan. If you become the fan of this, then become a fan of the MCU. This could bring in this can bring in a new person then the MCU. Like it's like it's interesting. Uh, but the most of the movie, we are pretty much led to believe that the um, Eternals are just there to protect the Earth for the Deviants, for the Deviants, and that's that's we're we're led to believe, and that's what the Eternals are led to believe, at least for most of the Eternals, most of the Eternals. Um, so the big twist of the movie, let's just get to it. The big twist of the movie. Um, we learn, we learn, well, the first twist, let's just say, okay, there's a couple twists. The first big twist is that we lose Ajax and, uh, she's killed by a deviant. And so it seems, but the bigger twist is later when we find out that, um, well, we have a plan to stop the big bad. Um, the second twist is, <laughs> The big bad in general. Um, I keep forgetting there's more twists <laughs> because the way the movie's laid out, <laughs> and um, the, the big twist at the end is the best. Um, it's always the best. Uh, but but the let's talk about <laughs> the fact that they are the Eternals are not sent to Earth to <laughs> just destroy the Deviants. Uh, well, that they are, they are, they are. There, but they're not there to there to destroy the Deviants to protect the humans. Um, and like embrace a culture and you know grow a culture they're they're there to they are there to do all that they're just there to grow humans to feed a big old celestial that's been growing in the earth the whole time 
I mean, I'm just laughing because it's it's just unbelievable. Like all the way down there in the core of the earth, there's a celestial, um, a giant beast. Uh, that thing that was popping out of the earth that was just that's that's been in the earth. That's been the earth. That's earthquakes um, in this canon. You feel an earthquake? That's a, that's the celestial just moving around. Um, stuff's getting weird. <laughs> Um, I got, where's Captain America, Falcon America? <laughs> um, you know, in this, the way they are giving us so much um, crazy intergalactic insane insanity, it just makes me want to believe we will get a movie about Captain America traveling through space and time with the Infinity Stones and facing off with Red Skull at the peak uh, of a crazy fight and then maybe re reaching the TVA and, and, and then grouping up with Loki and then going back to the main timeline and realizing that they need him for the fight as well and there can, there can be two Captain Americas. <laughs> I love Anthony Mackie, but we need, we need Steve Rogers back, guys. This is too big. This is too big of a problem. For uh, just one, for just one Captain America, am I wrong? Uh, I'm one one person can dream. Variants. Um, why would they just introduce variants for no reason? And why would they? Why would they take away so many, um, so many Tony Starks, uh, only to just never bring him back again? Yeah, right. We're gonna see Tony Stark again too. These are all my wild, crazy predictions. If this is your first time here and you think I'm insane, why don't you just? Um, why don't you just give, raise me and subscribe and and uh, give me a follow, and um, I'll uh, I'll keep making you a little bit crazier. And um, you can email me marvelmaniacpod at gmail .com. You might get on the show. We can uh, we can bicker about it a little bit as long as it's uh, in good in good heart and uh, it's respectful because we're all Marvel maniacs and we're all just trying to assemble and talk about what we love, and that's the MCU. That's what we're here to do. We do have a Patreon right now, and I've been um, haven't been up to date with my posts on it, and I'm going to be posting this week. Um, I did say I'd be posting last week, and I haven't. So we post occasionally on the Patreon. Um, special posts. We have three posts, at least three more to come this month. I'm going to try for four, and I'm really happy about it. And it's just a great way to support the show. So if you can stop by, it's Patreon.com/slash/MarvelManiac. Yeah, so basically it turns out that uh, <laughs> it, it's really, it really is the uh, actual clearing of the um, deviants so that the Earth can populate with humans so that the emergence can happen and uh, this sentient giant galactic being can rise out of the Earth and take over and destroy everything. Uh, so this is the plan the whole time. Not everyone knows in the whole group, except, except their leader, Ajax, and not one other, but who do you think? Well, we all know it. It's Icarus. Uh, <laughs> and, um, yeah, I may have been scrolling up to IMDb to remind myself of his name because there's a lot of characters' names, but I mean, the performance from, um, from Rob, Richard Madden in this was fantastic as Icarus and, um, what a fun movie. What a fun movie. Um, he was a showstopper though, because I really bought his character and, um, you know, that was a good twist, uh, that he knew for that whole time, that whole time 
he knew why they were there. And uh, that kind of, like, that really sinks. Uh, it, it makes him a very complicated, in quote, villain of this movie because it, it makes him an antagonist. It makes him, um, it makes, it makes him an emotional, complicated human being. Uh, and he's not a human being. He's an eternal, which turns out to be metal, um, forged by a celestial, um, with a lot of extra perks and little magic and power that we don't even know about. This is just extra, extra stuff beyond infinity stone level stuff we're getting into now. Like this is the, this is like what we were seeing in the, uh, post-credit scene of Shang-Chi with the rings. Like this is the special power the rings have. Like this is deeper power that they're introducing now, like ancient, more ancient power, further ancient power. And I have a feeling the Ten Rings are connected to the same power. We're going to find out. The Ten Rings are connected to the same power. Black Knight's power, probably a little bit different, but the fact that that happened with Kit Harrington's character, um, I like this character, man. Let, I mean, Dane Whitman. Dane Whitman, ladies and gentlemen. Black Knight show is going to be pretty solid, if you ask me. I think Black Knight, if I'm wrong, and if it's not called Black Knight, um, whatever night he's going to be, he's going to be my night. I'm going to watch it, and I'm, gonna, I th I'm probably going to love it. Um, something told me he was going to suit up in that show and go on into battle. Um in that in this in this movie, you know, I mean, I was gonna say in that in this show, but in this movie it was a, I mean, this movie was a hell of a ride. This movie was a hell of a ride. Um, that visual of that Ethereum um, character arriving to Earth at the end and picking up Cersei and the other um, Eternals, you know, like straight up off of Earth, and it's just the way he's approaching Earth, like it's so scary looks like it's just doomsday i'm like can everyone else see this now no, no she's just having a vision and then it shows um it shows dane you know dane whitman reacting he's like cersei <laughs> she just gets grabbed out of earth straight up and he's just like crouched over earth like it's a little bubble and he's like i'll spare this planet today but you spare an eternal for earth for that you will see the rest of your memories. Uh, we will see what the rest of your memories have to say. So it's like we know all of their memories, so many memories from so many more years. They are so old. That thing that was happening to Thena with her um, brain and her mind you know, going crazy, that probably happened to all of them at one point. They just all have been erased and restarted, all of them. Uh yeah, so the trouble with Icarus knowing the whole time and the conflict with him, I thought that was really great, really well executed. Um, a lot of really fun moments between the characters. There was a lot of stuff cut from the trailers, like a lot of the Avengers moments was kind of used to probably bring the people into the movie, um, which I'm not surprised. Um, um, Marvel does advertise with a lot of things that aren't in the movie sometimes to kind of throw people off and give a good story, like I give a really positive, awesome story that isn't ever like isn't in the movie usually um, a better story than uh, advertised. They'll they'll, they'll Get people in with a, with a trailer and then tell um, an altered story uh, to give a uh, better experience. And I'm all for it. I am all for that, 
100%. Um, I want to read some comments, some top comments on Reddit. And um, this is really good because um, this is Marvel Studios, our Marvel Studios. And they are fantastic Marvel maniacs themselves. And uh, I want to hear what they have to say. Hirachi88 says, uh, hearing Kit Harrington's character say, I love you, Cersei. <laughs> Cersei was a little uncanny and made me uh, laugh. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you watch Game of Thrones, you know what he means. Um, uh, Ryan said, Ryan said, uh, was half expecting him to call Icarus Rob when their characters met each other. I know, I know, right? Um, <laughs> rest in peace of the Gilgamesh pie. Gone but not forgotten, Wookie Snooky. That's so funny. I feel like Druig and Makari had more chemistry than Cersei and Icarus. <laughs> uh, Crazy Diamond Eye says, yeah, I, I, they had great chemistry, Makari and, um, yeah, Makari and um, Druig, because silent moments, uh, if, if they're executed right, they're just beautiful. And um, the acting, uh, like I said, all the acting in this movie was fantastic. Lauren Ridolph. I'm name dropping in this one because this movie was um, uh, all about the uh, the team uh, effort, in that it's a it's, it was a group cast, and you didn't know who there was going to be like kind of a main standout character. There was one, there was one, and it was Cersei. It was Cersei. Um, however, everyone was a bit of a main character too at the same time. Um, a bunch of numbers, 00283466 said, The Eternals stop a Celestial from emerging from Earth, which was the purpose of their creation, and instead of killing them and resuming the main Celestial destroying Earth, the head Celestial, Arashim, is like, that's a bold strat, let's see if it pays off. <laughs> uh, CSX316 replies, let's hope they don't read Fasto's memories first. Well, let's see, we have two really good humans, 7,000 years of absolute shit fuckery and genocide. Oh, not a great start. <laughs> oh, no. All of them coming together to fight and take down the Celestial was fantastic. And I'm not going to overextend my stay on this. Um, I'm, I've talked about it quite enough for tonight. Um, this, I'm, I'm going to wind down, and I may do an after-after show for it once I've um, thought about it a little bit more. Um, I thought the post-credit scene for Black Knight was amazing. Uh, I want to see that movie or show i think it's a t i'm almost positive it's a show i'm almost guaranteed it's a tv show um but if it were a movie i'd watch it too kid harrington i'm down dude i'm in uh along with the first post credit scene which is the only only thing i really haven't discussed well i guess the troll at the end was voiced by Patton oswald <laughs> and uh the other guy was harry styles uh of one direction didn't realize playing Eros, aka Star Fox, aka Thanos' brother. Um, fellow Eternal, or so he claims, stopping by Earth to help his um, fellow Eternals help him out. Apparently, apparently. I don't know how you could trust somebody after all this, um, but we'll see. And apparently, a sequel. It seems like the Eternals will return at the end. We already have confirmation. Um, it's kind of hard to believe, yeah, it's kind of hard to believe um, that we can trust uh, this guy, though. I don't trust him. Uh, but I don't know, what do you think? What do you think? Um, th this movie, for me, uh, was phenomenal, and it made um, it made my night, and it, and it pretty much, I'm going to need to reflect on it, but I'm pretty sure it might be the best one since Endgame over Shang-Chi and Black Widow for me. I think this one takes the cake. 
Um, but I'm going to have to see um, Shang-Chi again. And I'm going to maybe have to see Black Widow again. And I think the best part about that is both of them come out on Disney Plus this month. So um, I have a lot of talking about movies to do um, over the next few months. I'm very ambitious. I'm going to say clear schedule. <laughs> that episode I posted a few weeks ago with What's to Come. Um, maybe I'll take it down. But at the same time, I'd like to just... Um, I, I had some good predictions in there. Um, I'm just going to like update this one and say... We're going to try and keep some of those goals for that episode, but um, I'm just going to keep you up to date right now and say, let's just try and make a lot of, re- um, I'm going to make a lot of reactions to a lot of relevant things. And that's the best way I'm going to be able to work for you, Maniacs, uh, until I get some really strong um, feedback, uh, a lot of feedback, and I want to hear it from you. Uh, and I love it. I love the feedback. MarvelManiacPodGmail.com, Twitter, MarvelManiacPod, um, Patreon.com slash MarvelManiac. Your support is loved, appreciated, um, never expected, but always appreciated. And um, I really, really do appreciate you for being here today. You are all amazing. And uh, I can't wait to be here next week with you. If not sooner, I'm going to be trying to do another review of another movie you love very soon. And uh, it's going to be very relevant to what's coming up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Until next time, Avengers, disassemble.